Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Bunny Michael, and you're listening to Exo Higher Self Advice and Healing, the podcast where you ask me for advice, and I help get you to the place within yourself where you already have the answer. The truth is we all have a deep wisdom inside of us that's not easy to access in a world of trauma, chaos, and bias conditioning. Connecting with your higher self is the process of peeling back those layers to recognize you've always been enough and you deserve so much more than you realize. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. everybody. Welcome to another episode. I hope that you're doing well. I'm so excited to be here with you. Hope you're having a great week. Today's episode is about a wedding, in particular relationship, conflict. And even if you're not somebody who relates to weddings in any form, it will definitely help you in terms of relationships because Family stuff is hard on a lot of levels, and sometimes we just don't know what boundaries we should have. It's hard to navigate having to see family we don't necessarily get along with. And what's really important about dealing with stuff and conflicts in particular with family is to remember that if you're ever unsure if a boundary is right or if you should spend time with somebody, ask yourself, am I still able to connect with my higher self when I am around that person? In other words, are they a hindrance to my own emotional healing and safety and ability to access love? Because sometimes we're in a place or in a relationship where even though it's challenging, we can find that love part of us and kind of reach a deeper understanding and compassion and, and, and just try to see that person for who they are. And sometimes it's like, no, I can't do that. I don't feel safe. I don't want to be around this person. It actually is re-traumatizing me. It actually just makes me flat out unhappy. We deserve whatever we need in order to continue on our healing journey. The important thing to, to ask yourself is what is love calling me to do here? And it's going to be different. And maybe the answer is always going to be clear right away. But I promise you, if you connect with your higher self on a regular basis, if you take time each day to center yourself, maybe journal, meditation, listening to this podcast, um, praying or whatever you do for your spiritual practice, you will start to be able to hear that 
guidance more clearly and you'll get those messages more clearly i promise you it takes time it takes getting used to but sooner or later we all start hearing our own inner wisdom that wisdom of love and and we feel like we can trust that and we know how to navigate forward so this is especially important when it comes to family stuff we come from a culture that says oh your family, you have to be with that person. And that's just not true. Um, sometimes it's a growthful situation. And sometimes the growthful thing is to walk away. All right. So I'm going to stop jibber jabbering around and we'll get to the question. I feel really hurt by someone close to me and I'm struggling to let it go. My partner's brother's fiance, I know that's a mouthful, scheduled their wedding for only a few weeks before ours without giving us a heads up about it. I would have had no issue with it, but the way she handled it showed how little she thought about the impact this would have on us and other members of their family. I would have appreciated just a check-in. She was one of my closest friends and we talked about everything or at least everything that was going on in her life or everything that she cared or thought about. I feel totally blindsided by this and I let her know that it hurt me the way she didn't think of us at all when making this huge decision. Our weddings will be on opposite sides of the country and only a few weeks apart. Ultimately, I really believe I am totally not entitled to input on when her or anyone's wedding will be. And at the same time, I myself would never do this to my own or partner sibling or even a close friend without making sure everybody was okay with it. I communicated how I felt, took responsibility for my part in the misunderstanding, and let her know that I was still hopeful our friendship would recover with some hard work from both of us. But the wedding situation made me realize that I had actually been doing all the giving and supporting in our friendship the whole time, and that my own needs and feelings had never crossed her mind for an instant. It hurt to realize that I had given so much to someone who never intended to reciprocate. So I decided that from then on, I would only match her degree of effort in our friendship until I was certain she was safe and trustworthy again. I bet you can guess what happened then, Bunny. I haven't heard from her in months. She appears to have moved on completely and has no plans to reach out or try to make things right with a person she would often gushingly call her best friend and sister. She posts often on social media about a bachelor party I'm clearly not invited to, and this, among other obvious parasocial behaviors, seem designed to hurt me even more. Nobody else in our lives really cares that this is happening, and our other in-laws seem to think that I'm only being petty and dramatic, but this hurts so much, Bunny, and I can't stop thinking about it or feeling it. I think my higher self is trying to remind me of all the trauma and pain that I know is in my future sister-in-law's history and that she is acting from a really unhealed place. But those trauma stories are also a big part of what lured me to become far too close to her in the first place. Usually, if someone treated me this way, it would signal the end of the active friendship for me, and I would walk away, grieve a little, and move on. 
but this is a person who is about to be in my family and I can't really get away from her psychologically or socially. It's getting to the point where I feel it's pretty paranoia inducing and I find myself questioning whether any of this is real or if maybe I just made it up, which is what this former friend has been telling other members of our partner's family and I'm actually the mean girl here. What do you think? Is there a way out of this silly little pain spiral and maybe a bit more shallowly, can I get away with respectfully staying home from this drama-inducing wedding? I'm kind of hoping that even the act of pressing send on this email will offer me a little closure and release, but I also really trust your insight and the caring ears of your other listeners around the world. Could this really be a situation where the higher self just walks away with two middle fingers all the way up, so to speak? What is it that I'm missing here? A very appreciative listener. Oh, babe, I'm sorry you're having to go through this. First of all, I just want to say that our higher selves don't expect us to just swallow our anger or our sadness or our grief. It's okay to have two middle fingers up in the air sometimes you know, a big, like letting out a big fuck you. I mean, not necessarily to the person because I don't think that's helpful, but being angry and being hurt is a part of the process. And you're obviously still angry. You're still hurt. You're confused. The situation is very confusing. And on a lot of levels, it's really triggering because this is a new family you're about to be in. You're about to get married, which is already an emotional roller coaster. A lot of things come up when you are about to get married too. Fears of it working out. I remember when I when I was about to get married, I, I was like, I said out loud to myself, I wish somebody would have warned me that being about to get married kind of brings up all of your fears of being unlovable at once. So you're going through an emotional roller coaster already and it feels really hurtful that somebody who you thought cared about you seems to be making it more difficult. But I can guarantee you from her perspective, she probably feels exactly the same way. I'm not saying it's fair, but all I'm saying is that both of you are coming at it from two completely under, different understandings, different relationships to weddings, dates, family, boundaries, friendship. So her reality on the situation is one and your reality on the situation is another. And that's what's going on right now. Now we could get into like nitpicking about, well, I was right actually, and she was wrong actually. That could be true. That could be totally true. But right now at this point, what she's telling herself, what in her mind she's using to justify her feelings are real to her. Like they are, they're real to her. And it might be because she's at a certain level of emotional maturity. It might be based on, like you said, her trauma, but for whatever, whatever's going on with her is real to her, just like what's going on with you is real to you, right? So what do you do in this situation where she doesn't seem to be stepping up to understand your side and it's also just making you feel even more angry we have to understand what's the goal here. What is the goal? Is the goal to be right or is the goal peace? Because now this is just somebody in your family. Okay, you get the memo. Maybe this isn't your best friend. Maybe this isn't somebody that you need to be hanging out with or might not trust in certain areas um, of your life. But 
the reality is that this is a family member now. And I guess we can all say, I think everybody can agree with, we all have some family members that we just don't get along very well or don't appreciate that much, or maybe that says things or does things that makes us angry. So how do we like function in family situations without letting us that get us down? We don't have control over other people's behavior, but we do have control over how much we let that behavior affect us personally, how much we hold on to, because I have some kind of intuitive sense and I'm not saying it's right, but I do have some kind of feeling that possibly some of your own fears or emotions about getting married and being part of this family is being put into this situation. Sometimes when we're anxious about something, we can kind of project that anxiety over a certain, in one certain aspect of our life because it's kind of easier to deal with rather than like focusing on the fact that we're getting married and or the fact that What's really important right now is that we're getting married and ultimately this stuff with her isn't as important as we might think it is comparatively because really this is about her failure to respect your wedding date. But in the long run, your wedding is about you and your partner and not her. And it's not even necessarily about their your family. It's really just about a testament to y'all's love and that's the biggest thing that you should be focusing on right now. That's the thing that actually matters. And so when you're preparing for your wedding and and the love and the commitment that you're going to have and the sacred ceremony that it's going to be, if you make that the goal, if that is what's most important, what can you do in this situation to help facilitate that? Like what's ultimately going to help support your focus on your wedding, yourself, your love, your partner, not her. Does that mean skipping the wedding? Because part of me feels like skipping her wedding is actually going to ironically put more focus on her. It's going to possibly, and this is just, I'm just bringing up just in case, you know, I'm just posing different things, not saying one thing or the other. I'm just saying like, making a thing of it and not showing up could possibly be even more distracting from what you really want to be focusing on right now. Because this stuff with her, I promise it's going to iron out eventually. Like family stuff, it's going to find its way to function. It's going to work itself out, whether that's just you letting it go or not being angry about it anymore, or maybe her showing up one day and actually really acknowledging whatever she needed to acknowledge. But ultimately, that shouldn't really be your priority. And I hear that it's really, really stressing you out. And I just want you to remind you that it's not that important. Comparative to the fact that you're getting married, that you're in love, that it's going to be beautiful and special, and the people that love you are going to be there. And her wedding is not going to change that. It's not going to take away from your love at all in any way. Nobody could. Nothing anybody could do 
could take away from the love that you and your partner have together and the sacred ceremony that you're about to take part in. So whatever you need to do to stay in that light, to, st- to prioritize you and your partner right now, that's what you do. And sometimes that means going to the thing because that will actually keep the peace and make it a less big of a deal. And if you do feel like not going is actually going to be healthier for you and help you to stay focused on your wedding, then don't go. But I just want to remind you of what this is really about. This time right now isn't about her. It's about you and your partner. That's where your focus needs to be. Think about your wedding. Get excited. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be beautiful. I'm so excited for you. Congratulations. You're good. You're so good, babe. You're so good. And this family, you know, family is very imperfect. And weddings bring out stuff in family that can be really hard. But the biggest thing you don't want to regret is where your focus is. That if I could give any advice about a wedding is to try your best to focus on what really matters, not all the other things, you know, that tend to get people all stressed and worried, you know, in the drama because anxiety is high, emotions are high. It gets easy, it's easy to get distracted. Try your best to stay focused on your love right now. And I think if you stay focused on that, this whole other thing with her is just going to kind of iron out and be okay. She's not your the best friend that you had wanted her to be, but that's okay. It might work out better later. She might be in a really vulnerable place too because of her wedding. She might be in a scared place. Who knows? Who knows what's going on? But it's not really your job right now to figure that out because you got enough on your plate. You got enough on your plate. You don't have to take on her psychological, emotional healing journey too. (laughs) So I hope that that's helpful in some way. Um, I'm really, really happy for you. It's going to be beautiful. Sending you so much love. I remember at my wedding, and by the way, me talking about a wedding does not mean that I think everybody should get married. I don't think marriage is for everybody. But um, at me and Kara's wedding, I, this is a really funny story, but I'm just going to tell it because screw it. It's, it's really funny. Okay. So I was on the heaviest day of my period, probably of my entire life on my wedding day. I think I've And I don't mean to be crude, but I don't know if I've ever bled that much, but on my wedding day. And I happened to be wearing, my dress was like this really big skirt. It was kind of like ridiculous. It had this huge train, this big skirt. And I was like, of course, I am so emo. I'm so, (laughs) I'm like the heaviest day in my period. And I'm talking, and, and I'm sorry if this is grossing anybody out, but I'm talking about like, you know, you got to go to the bathroom, like mm, 
every hour, hour half, can't make it to two hours. Two hours is too long kind of period situation. And I had to have my best friend like come to the bathroom with me like every hour of my wedding and like (laughs) help me, you know, pass it back and forth because I had this massive skirt and it was just hilarious because it was like all of this trouble, right? All of this lead up to like trying to look good or things to be perfect And we were just like cracking up at the ridiculousness of the situation and how um, basically like it could have been total disaster. (laughs) Um, But anyway, it's just, you know, just one of those stories about how it's so easy to get caught up in the way we think things are supposed to be, what wedding is supposed to look like or what's supposed to happen. It shouldn't happen that way and they shouldn't plan their wedding close to mine and blah, blah, blah. I mean, everybody has these like ideas, these concepts of of what it's supposed to be like. And in the end, none of that really matters. All that really matters is that you try to have a good time and try to enjoy yourself because it's just it's just about love that's all it is it's to celebrate your love all right everybody that wraps up this week's episode take care take care of yourself enjoy the moment it doesn't have to be a big celebration can literally just be the day have an amazing day i love you so much and so does your higher self i'll talk to you soon bye bye